Hey, it's me, Mary. You found me. Welcome to Contrary Gardens, episode two of Max and Me. That's right. Max Keller, the filmmaker, my amazing nephew, came down to Florida and we were able to record a podcast about the Oscar nominations. In the last episode, we talked about some of his um, experience and what he's done and what he wants to do. And in this episode, we hear all of his predictions for all of the Oscar categories and a rant about the snubs. So enjoy, grab a cup of coffee and have a great time. Welcome to Contrary Gardens. All right, here are my predictions for the 2022 Oscar nominations, and I'm going to do what the Oscars won't do and just go through all the categories pretty quickly, if that's okay. All right, Mary has her thumbs up, so that's nice. We have live-action shorts. They are not available digitally, but I'm going to go with The Long Goodbye for two reasons. The last three best live-action short films have always gone to an English-language film, and usually they have to, like, have a topic about it having to do with some political issue. I think The Long Goodbye stars Riz Ahmed and has something to do with, like, Islam or something. I don't really know, but that's my prediction. It has a name actor. It's in English. They'll find it easily digestible. Now we are on to best visual effects. It's Dune. It's clearly Dune. Alright, best production design. Uh, This is a bit of a tough one for me. I would like it to go to Dune, but I think they're going to do Nightmare Alley. And now we are on to best makeup and hairstyling. The only one I haven't seen of these is Coming to America. I need to see that. I should actually mention that there are two films before the Oscars that I want to see, which are Flea, because it's nominated for Best Foreign Film, Best Documentary, and Best Animated Feature, and The Worst Person in the World, because I hear it's fantastic. But on to makeup and hairstyling. I am predicting House of Gucci, because there is a lot of makeup in that film. International Feature, Drive My Car, because it's up for best picture editing is gonna be the hardest for me because i've noticed they give it to the one with the most editing which is from the looks of this tick tick boom or the film where it has moments of like heavy editing and then quiet editing like they wanted to try to do that with bohemian rhapsody but they didn't watch it and the film was an editing mess so if that was the case i'd be predicting don't look up but I'm going to take a little gamble here and say King Richard wins best editing. Documentary short subjects. I haven't seen any of these. I'm going by the title alone and saying the queen of basketball. And best documentary feature. I have only seen two, one and a half of these, which is Summer of Soul and Attica. I'm betting Summer of Soul. It's a Fox Searchlight production. ABC is owned by Disney, which owns Fox. So, I feel like that has a chance. Best original song is going to Billie Eilish. If my cousin Jeff is listening to this, who hates Billie Eilish, I'm sorry. 
this is what's going to happen. It's the they're going to say Billie Eilish is a cultural phenomenon. They didn't pick the best song from Encanto, or at least like the one that had the like most success. So I think they're going to go No Time to Die. All right, now we have best sound. It's going to Dune, and I could not be happier. Best original score. I am a recovering Radiohead fan, so for me, I think this is the year that Johnny Greenwood finally wins. I would prefer him to get nominated for Spencer because I thought that was a much better score, in my opinion. It's the movie itself is better than like half the Best Picture nominees. So yeah, costume design is going to Cruella because. It's a costume movie. I hated Cruella. I'm sorry, Mary. I thought Cruella was delightful. To each his own or her own. All right. Now we have best animated short film. I'm going to wait till I actually watch those. So maybe I'll like text Mary like when she's doing an, another predictions list. So on to animated feature. It is going to Encanto. I'm not crazy about Encanto, but having not seen Flea, which I need to, I think Encanto might be the best of the four I've seen. Now we are on to best cinematography, and I would like to say what I want to win first, if that's okay. I want Tragedy of Macbeth to win. That is the most beautiful-looking film of that bunch but I don't think they're going to give it to that. I think they're going to go West Side Story because they are proud of Steven Spielberg for what he's been doing. And I think they're going to see like, oh, it's shot on film. So that'll be great. So I think like the cinematographers will be, will have like a soft spot for it. And I'm going to cut in here to say this is a perfect time for a break. We will be right back after this with Max's big predictions for the big awards. I'm going to do the acting category and then screenplay and director so I know what wins Best Picture because for the ever since 2003, I think, the Best Picture wins have mostly been the ones that win Best Screenplay and Best Picture. So here we go. Best Original Screenplay. This is tough. I'm trying to think. I'm going to Best Adapted Screenplay because that's much easier I think it's going to be Coda, mostly because the Power of the Dog, I know they love, but I think they'll say it's too slow and the gay stuff, as much as they love it, won't really be that grand for them. So I think they'll go Coda because of like how it deals with deaf people and stuff. Original screenplay... I want it to be Licorice Pizza so bad. And I feel like the ones that do win will end up being the worst ones. So this hurts to say it, but Don't Look Up might win Best Original Screenplay. I don't want it to. That is one of my least favorite movies of the year. 
I really hated that film, and I and I'm so sorry to P.T. Anderson, but because he made such a phenomenal film, but he isn't does not have a chance. I want to vote for him for Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Picture, but that's not the case. Oh, crap, I forgot to do the actors. Sorry about that. It's okay, you can do them last. (laughs) I'm going to do them now. Best Supporting Actress is going to Ariana DeBose, and I just realized I did not say any of the nominees, so hopefully you got your computer tabs open because I am going to just... Speed run this, I guess. Best Supporting Actor is going to Troy Coetzer. He won the SAG. He won the Spirit Award. They like... I thought, like, since he's deaf already, like, he's already gonna win. Best Lead Actor... I think they're gonna give it to Andrew Garfield this time. I think, like, that's the one where they think to themselves, like, okay... We could finally give it to Will Smith to show that we're not racist, even though even David Duke says, oh, I like Will Smith. So, yeah, they might be like, "Okay, Andrew Garfield, you did good. This will get us ratings. Lead actress is the hardest. I just watched Parallel Mutters and thought Penelope Cruz was going to be my pick. But Mary, Mm -hmm. I know you haven't seen Spencer. I have not seen Spencer. And you don't want to see Spencer. I do not want to see Spencer. But out of these five nominees, and I can't believe I'm saying this as someone who really does not like her in Twilight, but I would want Kristen Stewart to win, and I think there's going to be an upset because she might win for this. I'm going to jump in and say no. You haven't seen the movie. Yes. I'm not going to see the movie. It's great. I love Princess Diana. They need to leave her alone. And they did her pretty well. It was a nice little weekend in her eyes. You just said eyes, which is interesting because this award is going to go to Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. But this is where we will disagree. I completely disagree with you because that is a terrible film and I don't want her to win. But that's okay. On to Best Director. Everyone saying Jane Campion, I think there's going to be an upset because this is my prediction. They might see Belfast and be like, oh, it has the most directing, so they'll give it to her. Sorry, not give it to her. Give it to him, Kenneth Branagh, and think to themselves like, okay, well, we got the sexist card out, so sorry to Jane Campion. You're never going to win an Oscar. And Best Picture, because it won Best Director, they're going to give it to Belfast. They hate Netflix so much, as evident in the year Green Book beat Roma, so I don't see why they would change now. I'm sorry, God. I have to say, I have to jump in and say that Belfast is delightful, uh, but I love all the films, and I love watching a lot of the films. I love talking about movies with you. I think it's super fun. I know you really loved Belfast. I just have a lot of problems with it, but I do respect it. I watched it a second time and thought to myself, like, this is still a good movie despite the issues I have with it. But that's in our podcast. That is. And I I wanted to share that, ironically, even though you and I 
um, we went, you went deep into film today, and I would use the expression that this was very inside baseball, which is ironic hmm. because we're not sports fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to go with your predictions or no? My predictions are: I hope the the best people win. I I did a SAG episode where I did my predictions, and there were fifteen episode fifteen episodes, fifteen categories, and of those fifteen, I got six right. So my predictions are basically the, the most important one is that. Kristen Stewart will not win. Kristen Stewart will win because... She will not win. (laughs) Hollywood. When you see Spencer, Mm -hmm. which I will sit you down clockwork orange style with your eyes forced open to watch, you'll be like, okay, she can give a good performance. Fine. Kristen Stewart's best performance is when Kate McKinnon is impersonating her on late night talk show. Have you seen the Twilight movies? Yes. And I and I stand by my statement. She is much better than she is in Twilight. If you only judge her based on Twilight, if you only judge the acting based on Twilight, we wouldn't get Robert Pattinson's career to the States. And I have a feeling that it, it's not my favorite female performance ever. I personally wouldn't nominate it. I would have nominated Alana Haim or even the girl from West Side Story. But I think of these five nominees, she's probably the best. And I'm sorry to Chastain, your movie was terrible. Sorry to Olivia Coleman, your character was unlikable. Ugh, that movie. That oh movie yeah, was the lost. Horrible. Oh, the lost daughter was. Ugh, the lost not daughter that was, great. Ugh, should have been a lost movie. <laughs> and if I may, really, the most important prediction about the Oscars is not a prediction at all, but my annoyance that once again, once again. My Kate Beckinsale was ignored, and her performance in Jolt was riveting. Oh, if we're going over snubs, I have a lot. We have, we have some snubs. Um, we're going to take a break and come back with the snubs. back with the snubs i there's only one it's kate beckinsale go ahead oh there are a bunch of them uh so far for best foreign film there was this french film called titan t-i-t-a-n-e which i do not know how to spell or pronounce i should say and i thought this film was the weirdest film ever made but it had a beating heart to it and i just wish it gotten a lot of recognition the cinematography was beautiful the editing was great and the performance by the two leads were absolutely phenomenal given their circumstances and i wish it got nominated but i can see why it didn't because it's way too out there uh my favorite film of 2021 was red rocket which i didn't expect to get any nominations but simon rex in that film was phenomenal the details that he brought to the character with his profession and his personality, just making this character such a bad person but very likable. Kind of what Olivia Coleman fa- failed to do in The Lost Daughter. Oh, I hate that movie. We <laughs> know. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought she... I thought he was completely snubbed. I wanted Alana Heim for Licorice Pizza. When... 
the Oscar nominations were coming out, I was like, I want Licorice Pizza to get nominated for a bunch of awards. It got nominated for three, and I find it sad because the cinematography is beautiful, the acting is incredible, and even like it could have gotten nominated for production design. If there were a category for best running, there wouldn't even be any nominations besides Licorice Pizza. Best running ever in a film. A lot of running. They would still give it to Spider-Man No Way Home. Was there running in Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah, like by the Liber- Statue of Liberty and stuff. Oh, that was a great action sequence. Would that be considered running? I, get, I just feel like in Licorice Pizza, they were constantly running down the street. No one seemed winded. Everyone seemed comfortable in their stride. It was not realistic. It was great acting. All right, I can... All right, thank you. Um, I just have one more snub, which is for costume design. I didn't expect this movie to get any real big nominations, but as soon as I saw it on the shortlist for Best Original Score, I was thinking that The Green Knight could have gotten a nomination for costume design, just especially for The Green Knight himself and the makeup he done that they did were was incredible, but it feels like they snubbed it just to give Disney another Oscar, so a little upset about that, but what can you do? Oh, and Denis Villeneuve for Best Director. That was very concerning. This has been a very exciting discussion. We've touched on a lot of things. There's been anger, there's been joy, there's been frustration, there's been um, just 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 thoughts and opinions and uh is is there anything else or any last words you want to add regarding the oscars and uh any other award show that you may want to talk about any last words from you max keller filmmaker i don't want don't look up to win anything but it's gonna win all four oscars it's gonna be really interesting to see if that's what happens and i can't wait to see it and i i hope we can find a way to do a recap podcast where you and I discuss all of it when award season comes to a close sometime in April. I believe the Oscars are kind of the headliner in this award season and uh, they will be the ones who will be finishing it off. It started off really sadly and slowly with the untelevised Michigas of the Hollywood Foreign Press's Golden Globes. Uh, what the fuck? Did I tell you we can curse on this podcast? You did not. Now oh. I feel bad. Oh, I'm so happy I didn't tell him in advance. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get any curses out now? Get them out. Thanks a fucking lot. There it is. There it is. So really what we want to say to you now is uh, we are so glad that you all are out there listening. We enjoyed making this episode. Uh, I am honored and delighted and my heart is full because my nephew Max is here and we were able to do this together. Is there anything, any message you want to send to your mom? Maybe to thank her? Thank you for sending me on this flight. I love you, Ma. And thank you for helping me get experience. And thank you, Mary, for always being there for me during the filming that we did. It was my pleasure. And there's much more to come um, about that filming that we did this weekend. We don't want to give too much away because it's not actually ours to give away. So we will (laughs) keep our mouth shut on that process. But we, we can only tell you that we were involved in a production this past weekend, and it was super, super fun. So we're going to sign off now on Contrary Gardens. Max, you want to say anything on the way out? I'm good. He is. He's really good. 
I want to remind you guys that I want you to find a hug when you can. Tell your people you love them, even if it feels awkward. Uh, keep washing your hands. It's super important. I love you very, very much. And come back next week for another episode of Contrary Gardens. Mm-hmm.